What's up guys? Welcome to Indian Markets with KR, a podcast where I talk about how the Indian indices are moving and how they might move in the future. I also talk about a few stocks and my trades. So, uh glad to see you here and let's get started. Welcome to episode number 1821 of this podcast and as usual make sure you're listening to this one at speed you're comfortable at and if you're wondering I I do plan on saying the episode number every day in a different language I'm going to try to do that because it's just something new and I really want to make sure that this is not you know becoming too drab and boring and just just the same thing uh over and over again so this is my little attempt to make sure that doesn't happen and uh yeah let's get started starting off with the regular market snapshot we can see nifty is at 9199.05 it's down 71.85 points or roughly 7.78% and on the face of it looks like 9200 levels have been rejected and because the high for the day was just under 9300 clearly those weren't attempted at all uh looking at the exchange wide snapshot it's showing me minus 493 crores so net selling for the fi's and uh 322 crores on net buying for the di's uh but once again i think this is possibly yesterday's data so uh don't quote me on this one i think it's yesterday's um and just looking at the broad market indices in general we can see once again what has you know been discussed yesterday that uh it seems that you know small caps and large caps are performing better on days when the market is negative but when the market is positive it, it appears like you know the the large caps are doing better and this is kind of interesting because people tend to think that it's the large caps which will end up being more stable but then these past few days have proven that that is not really the case of course there are probably some specific stocks which are really driving the small caps and the mid caps higher than the large caps it's not just you know small caps in general i'm aware of that Uh, but then exactly which stocks are you know actually pulling the index up for small caps and large uh, for small caps and mid caps i'm not quite sure so that's something that you can always check yourself and uh looking at vix it is mildly down it's down by 3.68% so it's it's down short but not by a lot it's at 39.93 so still not quite where it was at pre covid levels or even last week i think uh looking at the sectoral indices we can see that the only index uh, indices which were you know even marginally positive are psu banks and nifty media apart from those all of them were in the red and uh, i think psu banks are actually oddly in the green because we could see some you know uh, some some weakness inherent weakness in the psu banks at the start of the day so not quite sure how they managed to recover towards the end of it but then it, it the the weakness was very evident and in terms of what really kept nifty afloat what really gave it some support it's mainly reliance because we could see reliance being quite uh, positive i think it was uh, flat to negative at one point then it slightly recovered a bit and that is what led to the initial sort of spurt in the price of nifty so that might be a possibility looking at the volume spurts we are greeted by hul hindustan unilever uh being on this list 31 times of the normal average one week volume was seen 
So uh, it's a good, it's a good, interesting piece of sign. It's a good, interesting piece of info. So I'm, I'm curious to see what happens with HUL now, and uh, let's see. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's. <laughs> we can't really do anything else but to see. Uh, looking at the 52-week highs, we can see that Ruchi Soya is finally on this list. It has broken the 500 level as well. Once again, upper circuit and uh it's it's just relentless apart from ruchi so yeah no other well-known stocks on the list 52 week lows a few well-known stocks on the list such as bank of baroda and godridge industries and just just a ton of other uh you know slightly well-known stocks and well-known brands like shopper stop as well so that's a pretty cool thing to see and i am this this I don't know what's wrong with NSE's website. I I opened the large deals uh you know tab and the bulk deals are showing invalid dates. I'm not sure if it's today, but uh we can see Josh Style and RBL Bank here, and once again it's those same companies which end up doing these deals, and uh, that no no new block deals, no new short selling initiated. Looking at USD INR, we can see that it's sort of flattened out. Uh, around 75.88 or so so from pretty much around yesterday's levels it opened at a gap down and then it sort of tried to attempt uh, breaking yesterday's high but then it sort of slowed down after the after breaking the high so it's right right now it's right in the resistance zone as we had spoken about yesterday that this is where you know it's, it's really going to decide whether it wants to uh, sort of try higher levels or just go down uh, so that is USD INR FX. Looking at crude, we can see it is up quite a lot. WTI crude up 10%. It's at $26.39 per barrel. And Brent crude is at $31.69 per barrel, up 6.63%. Now, some Egyptian billionaire has said that he's looking at crude around in the $100 per barrel range and that Warren Buffet is wrong in his analysis. So that's just something that he said i don't endorse his opinions i am not against those opinions quite frankly I just don't know enough about crude to comment on it that strongly so i let uh, i let the pros handle it and uh, about you know the general news that's there i can't quite find a lot of you know very relevant news here of course that gas leak has happened so yeah i can't quite find any other news uh, other than that there is some, uh, you know, some some news about Yes Bank and uh, Kotak Mahindra Bank. Apparently, they've cut the CTC for all staff earning above 25 lakhs. So those few, uh, you know, minor news items are there, but then nothing really too big or too, you know, too relevant for the markets. Uh, quick look at the global markets tells us things are looking slightly positive. Uh, but then this is a bit early to say because yesterday also uh, the global markets were looking slightly positive but then overnight things changed and as a result uh, we saw uh, a narrow a minor gap down opening so let's get to that let's talk about the indices okay so coming to uh, the indices we can see as i said nifty is at 9199 right now i'm looking at the intraday chart and this is going to be the 15 minute chart here and it's very evident just how range bound the movements were we could see lower lows and lower highs being made with every single cycle and uh, you know pretty much any moving average would have shown you that it's just going down in a very linear way but uh, the truth is there were just so many attempts to go up 
and it was so close even with the buyers and the sellers being favorable for the bulls that this chart just does not do the movements justice if you would have seen the movements intraday you you would have known that you know that that it was just extremely choppy and the reduction in the wicks wicks going down does not really make a lot of sense when you talk about such things such movements and uh, you know it, it was probably best described as an option writers market because the kind of premium that was going was just ridiculous and uh, it's it's probably uh, the expiry the most the best expiry for the option writers basically and uh, yeah i mean intraday you could have obviously you know uh, bought at dips and sold and pretty much scalped your way through if you wanted to go long or short you know whichever side of nifty whether you're going longer put or longer call uh, but you know holding your position on you would have probably not made a lot of money where regardless of you know whether you were put or whether you were call side so it's a pretty it's a pretty tough day for option buyers i feel uh, looking at the daily chart we can see that yesterday's close gave uh, you know nifty a very strong resistance resistance i was personally expecting that resistance to be breached and as as a result holding my position you know on uh, to to sort of expecting the market to go up and expecting the market to turn positive especially because uh, FTSE was also in the green but then that did not happen so we were stuck with you know a negative day and uh, it sort of goes in line with the moving average resistance and just the general sense of uh, bearishness that has been there since a few days but then i feel that today was just a little bit of uh, you know of, of a very odd movement and i feel this might just be uh, a sort of indecisiveness kind of uh, you know movement by 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 the bulls and the bears no one really knows what's going to happen no one is really too confident in the direction of the market because on one hand you have you know the general negative direction which is there combine that with uh, you know the trend which says that sort of the prices should retrace a bit but, th but then you also have uh, you know the bulls which were in control of the market not so long ago so i think it's just stuck between those two minds and as a result we are seeing something like this today i checked nifty futures volumes and they've been probably the lowest it's ever been so far so uh, it's probably more of retail involvement uh, today and that might have also led to the iffy sort of moves that we saw uh, talking about bank nifty here we can see that it was in in an even uh, you know narrower range there were some spurts which were there sure but then overall this this sort of movement reminds me of a natural gas or oil stock because they tend to have extremely choppy moves and uh, even even uh, i think energy sector stocks also have very choppy moves where you know the highs and the lows are you know poles apart but then the actual body of the candle is you know moving relatively linearly so i think that this is very similar to those kind of stocks which is not really a good thing and with nifty banks daily candle being a doji it is an even worse thing because it shows the indecisiveness which is there and uh, once again the volumes are extremely low so it's probably just the retail players being very confused about where to go what to do and uh, understandably so these are not really the best times to trade especially for you know retail investors and retail traders so it's probably just that what is happening and uh, yeah that's my take on the analysis if you ask me what's going to happen tomorrow 
I think that uh, 19,250 or so for Bank Nifty is probably a good healthy support for uh, you know the index. The low for today was 19,300 dot. So uh, that's that's also shows that 19,300 is being respected. But 19,220 or so is where one of the previous CIPs are at. So my best guess would be approximately that would be one of the supports. The next one would be obviously a 19k retest. And on the plus side, on you know the bullish side, I'm probably looking at 20,050 or so being uh, sort of the cap, with the first resistance coming in at today's high, which is around 19,750. And after that, we could possibly look at 19,800 to 19,900 being the next resistance. And as far as Nifty is concerned, I'll just pull up the charts for Nifty as well. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing that there is one minor gap that is left open to be filled, you know, a close. The body hasn't really traversed that gap yet. So I'm looking at 9155 being one of the supports. And uh, if that is breached, then of course 9100 being a possible good support for it and if the movement really is very negative then 8980 is what we've already spoken about it's a fib uh, level it's also psychological level retest and it's a cip so i think that is a very strong level to consider if uh, 9100 and 9150 fail on the plus side on the bullish side i'm looking at around 9270 uh, which is the previous close which is also around today's high which was 9277 and the next resistance that I'm looking at is around 93.27 or so, so around 93.30 even, let's say. And this is a FIB resistance. If we retrace uh, 24th March uh, to 4th May, uh, I think, is it 4th May? It is 4th May. So if we retrace 24th March to 4th May, then we get this retracement. 23.6% is 93.27 in that. So that might be one of the levels. Uh, that we could expect resistance at and it's around you know 100 150 points away which is a reasonable amount i feel and if that is breached then possibly 9390 which was the previous swing high so those are going to be my uh, you know levels for nifty and bank nifty and let's move to my trades so I took several trades today, but most of them were in the very same instrument, and that is a 9200 call of Nifty. And the reason why I chose this strike is because it was in the money at the time, and ITM strikes are preferred when you're talking about expiry trading. Otherwise, you know, it's it's literally like gambling. Like it it can really not work out for you very well. Uh, if you're not in the money so that's why i feel you know itm strikes are the way to go if you're trading expiries unless you are really 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 confident or you're just doing it because the risk is extremely low so uh, you know moving forward uh, i took a trade for the call around the first or the second candle and when that happened the price did shoot up by a bit but then we saw it going down very very soon after so I think I, I, I partially exited it once I was getting a, an okay-ish amount of profit. And then once the price dipped, I re-entered and, uh, you know, I, I got into it. But then the price fell down again. So I added to the position. I went long. Uh, so my net position at the time was two lots. And then once it recovered a bit, I exited. And I did those things, I think, one or two more times. And I was probably left with around a 20 2% or 20% ROI net of brokerage, which is reasonable. Uh, ROI, once again, return on the capital that I put in. 
starting capital of the day the options were not that much not not that expensive so they did not take up the entire capital that i had but i'm still counting the roi on the entire capital for you know the sake of uh, you know you know just just consistency because that is the metric that i've been uh, following so far so it was a good day overall if you ask me not just from the pnl point of view but also from the learning point of view because as you know i have been extremely hesitant to repair my trades i've been extremely re- hesitant to re-enter trades because i'm too protective of my profits and this is something my father really really tells me a lot that listen you need to take more risk you need to be more brave with your trades otherwise you will never really learn that much because uh, if you're just in that cocooned safety shell then you do not have uh, the sort of exposure to the markets that you ideally should so as a result i consciously tried to enter into more positions with my profit cushion because the initial trade was profitable so you know it becomes a cushion and it it sort of paid off today i'm you know when i say that i re-entered and i used my profit cushion i'm very well aware that i could have you know just as easily eroded part of the profits or complete profits because you know that is ultimately the risk that i'm taking but then you know when you factor in the element of actually learning when you're trading when you factor in the fact that you know you're actually trying to understand how the markets will move and there's a chance that you might gain from it it sort of makes things worth it because effectively worst case scenario if your stops are proper if your timing is proper then you will learn something new free of cost you know you will be at break even best case scenario you'll learn something new and you'll make a ton of money so uh, i think that's that's the right uh, sort of mindset to adopt at this point for me uh, but let's see and uh, yeah that, those were my trades forgot to mention i also went long a bank nifty a slight mild otm call and the trade basis for that was that i think it was a 19501 uh, the market was looking all right not too shabby at all the risk was extremely limited and you know the entire option was costing less than my profits i was like okay you know worth it my, why not and uh, it it did not really work out that well i did face a minor loss on it but then it was you know giving me i think 50% return on the on the cost price uh, but i did not get it i was just you know waiting to see if it if it gives me more because the risk was so low that i was willing to you know lose the entire money i did not i cut i cut the risk short by quite a lot but then i was willing to you know take that risk so it was a fun uh, trading day today i feel and i think you know exits and entries timely entries and exits were more important today than ever especially if you were an option buyer because you really could not afford to you know even see one uh, candle against your uh, trade otherwise your profits would have been wiped out completely but let's move to the lesson okay so the lesson for the day coming from uh, one of the one of the images that i'd created earlier is you know initially focus on making small gains consistently and eventually you will be a better and a different trader and the reason why i say this is because a lot of people end up you know focusing on you know astronomical returns initially they're like hey you know trading i'll i'll make like 40% every day i'll i'll make 50000 on expiry day i'll make 2 lakhs on expiry day and whereas their starting capital is not nearly enough to do that consistently now that is fine you know that that having that sort of 
vision and having that goal is fine because it 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 basically means that you have something to uh, work towards but then when you're actually just starting out you need to you know have realistic expectations and the reason why i say that is because even if you're earning 1200 to 1500 rupees every day if you can somehow manage to do that consistently for 100 days then that is still 150000 that you're getting which is you know if you ask me an insane deal so uh if you if you know going by what i do and going by my opinions on this i'd say that instead of focusing all out on profits and instead of having really unrealistic expectations if you are in the first few years of trading first learn how to you know actually get the craft and actually get the art of trading right and once that happens it's just you know increasing the lots and increasing the number of uh, you know uh, quantity that you get into and you know the the profits will come so it's important you know it might it might sound very hard that hey you know i'm just i'm barely getting a few hundred rupees or i'm barely getting just 1000 rupees but then that that is not really the kind of uh, mindset that you should have that hey oh my god this is too less so uh, that's going to be my lesson for the day that's also it for this one i hope you found this helpful and informative i hope you got something out of this and that's it from my side see you in the next one mm-hmm.